Okay, let's get into this week's Shir, Acharemos, Kedoshim, Tavshin, Pei Aleph. Uh, if there were any double parshios that we could spend many, many hours on, uh, it is this one, it is these. These two are, are jam-packed in terms of the number of mitzvot that we have. Acharemos, Kedoshim, Emar, probably only is rivaled by Re'e, Shoftim, and Kiseitzeh, in terms of uh, three parshios in a row that are jam-packed with mitzvot. If you have those six parshios, that is a major percentage of all of all mitzvot, but Achreimus Kedoshim we have many, and uh, we'll try to talk about as many as we can as we uh, continue these shiurim during our Sviras HaOmer, during our Sviras HaOmer uh, march towards Kabbalah Satorah. So we'll start with something related to the Avodah of Yom Kippur. Avodah of Yom Kippur, which those learning Dafyomi now, you know, uh, are learning to appreciate uh, everything about uh, the Avodah of Yom Kippur over the first uh, seven prakim of of, um, of Yuma, it's all about the Avoda. Only the last parak is about Yom Kippur. Um, but the <laughs> Avoda is described here at the beginning of Parshat Achreimos. And as we know, this is the only time that the Kohen Gadol does uh, some of the Avoda alone. Alone. Everything else in the Avoda of every day, of every Kohen, of every Kohen, it's possible to see. It's possible to see. Even in the Heichal, it's possible to see. There are halachas about... Uh, is a coin allowed to go on the west side of the Mizbeach for no reason? Is he allowed to go into the Heichal for a Biorekanis? For an, an empty going in, is it only an Avera uh, if you're, um, you know, plan to do the Avoda? You don't do the Avoda, all the different Allahs. But the Kodesh Kadashim doesn't get more private than that. And sa- <coughs> says the, uh, the Torah, at the end of the section of Rishon, No one is allowed to be in the Olamoid. And he brings kapara, as we know, the three stages of kapara, for himself and his family, for all the kohanim, and for all of, of Klal Yisrael. So he does it himself. Says Rav Pincus, a yisod in life, as, as most of his uh, pieces are yisodos in life. Says Rav Pincus here in source number one. Hainu. When he does the avoda, hayahu levadosham. Right? Nobody sees him. Nobody sees what he's doing. That's why we know the uh, one of the machlokos between the stukim and the prushim um, was about when did you light the Torahs on fire, right? And nobody really knew what was going on inside, right? We paskin, as we know, that you have to first go inside, light it, and then it'll smoke. But the stukim held that first you light the fire outside and then you bring it in. We've spoken in the past. Uh, beautiful thoughts the, of the symbolism of that, right? Do we bring external values to the inside, or do we know <laughs> the values of the Torah start from the inside and have to radiate out in terms of that? But again, it's all private. It's all private. That's why it's so uh, delicate and important to have Kohanim, that Kohanim Gedolim, that are Meshubit are, um, uh, to the Mesorah, as the Gemara says in Mesechah's Yuma and Daftes that there were hundreds of Kohanim Gedolim in, in the second base of Migdash, because basically every year they had to get a new one, right? But so the first base of Migdash had just a couple, had just a couple. Says Rapinkas, though, what do we learn from here that the Avodah of Yom Kippur was done um, in private, at least some of it? There's something very special about serving God in private. There's something very special when we do something and the only one that knows about it is Hashem. This doesn't mean always. But there's a balance as there is basically about everything in, in Judaism. Right, often there's an idea of doing Avodah Hashem in public the more people, the bigger minion. And that, of course, has halachic ramifications. How to make Kiddush and Minyanim. Uh, right? How we bench. Right? The more people, you say Elokeinu. In the days of old, you added on more than Elokeinu, as the Mishnah describes in Mesechah's Brachos. But sometimes there's messages also for ourselves and for others about the privacy. There's no other motivations. There's no other negios. 
Vizemara al Nehmonis for Abbas Haboria Mita Suprimis. And he says, Dome Hadover, Lartachas Mayim Besiro Gabia Eish, he talks about pot on a fire. Shola Olam, Lonucha, Lahalos, Eschoma, Mayim, Amea Malos. There's a certain temperature that once it's boiling, it's boiling. Vigamim Nagbira Seish, Amayim Lois Hamamu Yoser, it's not going to get hotter. Avalim Nartiachas, Amayim Besir, Lachat, Hasagur, Vatum, Lagamri, Mikot Stadov. But if you close the pot and you put the water in private, then gets even hotter and could explode. When it's in private, when you're all alone, so then there's there are levels that one can reach. There's a little bit of, you know, patting myself on the back. There's a little bit of gaiva in every public, public uh, service. The rabbi gives a great cheer, the chazid does a great job, somebody gives stucca and they announce it by the mishaberach, even if they're doing it l'shem shamayim. There's a, it's a little tinged, it's natural, we're human. Lumazos. Kasher avodinasis beseser bilti l'shem levado. If it's only between you and Hashem, kechol shemarbe bekedusha, ole otsemes madregas adam le'en shir ugvol. Otsmas madregas adam le'en shir ugvol. There's not no, no place for the Kedusha to be cooled off. I didn't give it to you, but Rav Solveitchik has a beautiful essay where he talks about the halachas of Taras and Mishpacha. And he talks about what does it mean to be a Jewish hero. So there are heroes like Shimshon. But he also says, the heroes like the Gemara talks about in Mesecha Sanhedrin, Sukabashoshanim, described based on Psukim and Shir Hashirim, the halachas of Taras and Mishpacha. Nobody knows about it. It's very private. Only the three partners are involved. There's no public encouragement. There's no public support. But there could be a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, between a woman and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, between a woman, a wife and a, and a husband and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's this idea. In the privacy of one's home. Says Rapinkus, maybe that's a deeper idea to a Rambam that we've mentioned in the past in Hilchus Talmud Torah. The Rambam says, even though there's a mitzvah to learn day and night, ain't Adam Lamed Rov Chachmasu Ela The majority of one's wisdom comes by learning at night. Is that logical? Because the person has to push themselves more at night. Is that um, something metaphysical? That's what it sounds like. Lefichach Misha Rotel Lezakos Bekeser Hatorah. If somebody wants to be zocha to merit in the crown, Yizara Kol Lelosav. Every single night of his life, he has to be careful. He shouldn't spend all night in Gashmias pursuits. So why is that? One is because often at night it's more private. Again, it doesn't say you shouldn't go to the base medrash and you know spend your time in the base medrash learning with a harusa. Uh, sometimes the learning will be better there because you won't fall asleep and the, the, the chayim of a, of, a, of a base medrash. But there is an element after the base medrash. Before you go to sleep, to learn for 10 minutes before you go to bed. Nobody sees that. Or let's say, you know, it's also nighttime if you wake up at 5 in the morning. It's still nighttime, Nechshav. So that could also be considered. Kulo Lashem Levado. That's the Kohen Gadol in the base of Migdash. In Bnei Adam, Ayeroma, Savodaso, Efshar Hailo, Shiagil, Kedushatsuma. When he's in the Kodesh Kadashim, it's like that covered pot. It's like the covered pot, nobody sees the Kedusha could go all the way up. And maybe that's why we need it, because that's the Kapara that we need um, for the uh, for Kla Yisrael to achieve that Kapara on Yom Kippur. Okay. He says at the end also, quotes uh, related to this. Now let's move on. That's one thought related to the Avoda of Yom Kippurim. Now let's move on through the eyes of the Arachayim HaKadosh, Perak Yudches. Again, there's so much that we could talk about here. Shkutei Chutz. There's a lot on Shkutei Chutz in the Psukim, as we know. Uh, and then we get into the world of Arayas, both in Achremos and in Kedoshim. Let's see the words of the Arachayim HaKadosh, but first the Psukim. After all the Arayas are described, again the warnings, the Asharas of the Arayas here in Achremos, we have a sum up Pasuk towards the end of Parsha's Achremos. Al titamu Do not become defiled in all of these Averos. Because 
In all of these, the nations have become defiled. The land is defiled. I will remember the sin. This is one of the Averis that the land, Eretz Yisrael, will not be able to stand Toeva and Arayos in this regard, and they'll spit out the inhabitants. Keep the chukim in mishpatim losasu mikola toivos ha'ela ha'ezrach lagerigar ba'sochem. And again, ki es kola toivos ha'el asu ashiyarz ashelafnechem. The nations have done this. Vatitzma ha'aretz velosaki aretz eschem etamachem osel kashakaras aglei ashelafnechem. Right? Don't do it because you shouldn't get spit out of the land. Says the Medrash, and the Orachayim quotes the Torah's Kohen name right at the beginning, in source number two. Amru Chazal, what does it mean? Alti tamu b'chol ela. All of them don't do, and don't even do some of them. What's the measures bothered by? Don't do all of these. What is it? It's only if I do all of them it's a problem? That's what it sounds like. That's what it may, may be sound like. So the measures is coming to tell us, don't think that. Don't become defiled with one of these. But now the question is, though, so why the Torah write it in such an ambiguous way that we could have misinterpreted? Remember, the Pasuk said, the Chazal said, we know, we say, Right? The Pashup Shat always has to be reckoned with. It doesn't mean that we only understand that Pashup Shat. The Gemara Yivama says there's one exception to that rule. That Pasuk by Yibam. But other than that, You have to know how to read Pshat, though. You have to know how to read shot. Sometimes it's not so easy to read shot. Sometimes you'll look at a, we'll look at a Rashi like, that's pshat. We'll have to know what the problem is in the Pusik, why Rashi thinks that's pshat. But the pshat is always there to teach us something. So here too, al titamu b'chalela. It sounds like don't be matami with all of them. Even though it only means some of them. So it says the Arachayim, lama dibra akasav, b'say there's a, shahayu lo lomar al tatamu ba'achas mikalela, kadesh lo ye makom lato, so there's no room for mistakes. Number one. Od Kasha. Also, Mashagomar Omer. What does the Pazak continue saying? Ki In all of these, the nations have defiled themselves. If you want to say the Psukim are parallel, so the first Bechol is, means any one of them. And the second Bechol means all of them, right? Because the nations probably didn't just do one of these Isurim. So to say that the first one means Afilu Miksasan, it doesn't make the, it's not parallel, right? The same words are used, two consecutive Sukkim, and they mean different things. Right? Not even two, two separate phrases in the same Pasuk. Don't do any one of these. Because all of these, it's Wagayim. Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Isaac Bernstein once called the Arachayim HaKadosh the Ramban of the Achronim. Because he's medayik, uh, how to read psukim, just the pshuto shel ha-mikra. Gam mashmoos bakol ele nitmu, yagit shebekul nitmu. So that's the Pashtas also. So what's going on? So the Arachayim gives us pshat on the psukim, but along the way he gives us a yesod in our Avodah Hashem. Ume'ata. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. You're right. You know the measure says even one of them, but it really means all of them. It really means don't do all of them. Lamaisin means don't do any one of them. But don't do all of them. Why? What is why not even one? The Nero Lafarish Bahaskil Aldvar MS. Lama Logila Hashem Batora. Hadargos ha-mitzvos Why didn't the Torah tell us the hierarchy of mitzvos? In terms of schar, importance, significance. Why does it have to say in Perkeyavos that we have to do all the mitzvos because ena teyodea matan schar and shal mitzvos? Wouldn't it have been better? Right? You go, you go to, um, you're playing any kind of contest. So you know what's, you have, a, a, uh, you have to shoot something into a basket. So you know the harder ones are more points. And the easier ones, see, it's true for the harder ones, but you're not always going to do the harder ones because that's much harder. So, so by mitzvos, give us the higher game mitzvos. What are harder? What are more points? What are less points? The Adarabah, 
No, no, no. Don't start, don't start focusing and trying to figure out. We don't know. So what is it? So in the world of mitzvahs say we have no idea. Mitzvahs say By losases, the Archaim is going to say, we have an inkling because there are punishments for losases. But we don't know the metaphysical effects of the Averos. Right? There are some that are Malkus and Mises Bezdin and four types of Mises Bezdin and Mises Beishamayim and Kares. Yes, we know that. And there are even Halachos. Right? The Gemara in Yuma, Machilin, or so, Hakal, Hakal. If somebody has to violate an Avera, it's better to do the lesser one. By Losa says, we do know some hierarchy. But says the Arachayim, there's still something deeper that we don't know. V'yalkulon anidon, shehasvara nosenes, Says the Archaim, there are definitely big mitzvos. There are big mitzvos. He doesn't quote it, but remember, there's a there's a Zohar that the Chavetz Chaim quotes in his Agdama Techele Gimel of the Mishnah Brura, where he says, you know, every mitzvah and every avera is connected to a different part of our body and a different sinew. So there are some mitzvos that are the heart and the brain and the lungs, and there are some mitzvos that are the pinky, and the they're they're still important. If you don't have a pinky, it's it's uh, it's tragic, but it's not the same tragedy as not having a heart or a liver. So there are definitely mitzvahs gedolos biyoser. But lama sasam Hashem adavar v'nir. Let me explain line seventeen. Ki litzach sheish sarach b'mitzvahs aktanos kibigdolos shebechal mitzvah mitzvah skulasa b'fnei atzma. There is something that could be achieved by every single mitzvah that the other mitzvahs cannot achieve, even if. The other mitzvahs, so to speak, are greater and more essential. Who cares if the schar or the significance is less? It's still part of the big picture, of the whole picture. There's a certain schar that we get by a lesser mitzvah that we don't achieve by the larger mitzvah. Every schar is different. It's not just a quantitative difference. There's different schar for each mitzvah that we do. There's different spiritual reward. We can't understand that because we, we are physical beings, so we know that there, is, there are quantitative levels of prizes. But in the spiritual realm, if somebody is closer to the Kisei HaKavid, that's not just a quantitative leap. That's something that we can't fathom. So, says the Arachayim, every mitzvah has different schar. V'chala mitzvahs so every mitzvah needs its destiny to be fulfilled. That's why there's no schar, there's no spiritual schar mentioned, so we do all of them. Because he wants everyone to be fulfilled. And that's what Shlomo says. Okay. Number one. And also, Besides the spiritual, says the Arachayim, we're going to get back to our Pesukim. Right? There are mitzvahs that give schar in Olam Hazer, right? If you do mitzvahs, you're going to get rain. Every mitzvah, some mitzvah have a richaz yamim, some mitzvahs have osher, some have the other osher, some have, some have no, banim, uh, tzadikim, we just don't know. But you know what the greatest schoolers are? Mitzvos. Right, we try to come up with all these different schoolers. The greatest schoolers are mitzvos. And if I reveal the spiritual or even the reward in this world, people are like, okay, I want Arifas Yavim. So I'm just going to focus on those mitzvos. I want Shuljah. Hashem doesn't want that either. Not only in the spiritual realm, but even the physical schar. Do all of them in the package of mitzvahs that you do. Hopefully, will be the mitzvahs that have the reward that you want of arichas yamim and children v'chulu. and that's why sometimes that answers some of the questions of. Russia Vitovla. Says the Arachayim. 
we don't know which mitzvos have the tovlo element. So you might have someone who's 85% wicked, but if he did a couple of mitzvahs here and there, a couple of nice things, and what do nice things mean? Nebuchadnezzar took four steps for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that was Mezakim to destroy the base of Migdash. We can fathom every little nod, every little smile at a person is, is recorded. So says the Arachayim. That's why we see people we don't always understand, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has everything, has everything upstairs are recorded. If this is all by mitzvos, it's the same thing by Averos. Certain Averos cause this problem, certain Averos cause this spiritual pain, and certain Averos cause other other things. Again, I, I should take, that's not the only reason for Russia, Betovel, and Sadavaralo. Ultimately, we don't know, and Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't get the answer to that question, but that's one of the ideas that he that he mentions. But he says certain Averos, different Averos cause different types of Peranios. And he continues. Let's skip down. With this background, which is why we do all mitzvahs and try to stay away from all averas, skip down to line 45. Really, what's the, what's the, what does the Torah say? Don't violate arayos because vataki arayos yoshvah. It's going to throw you out of the land. Which one of the Arayos? I'm not telling you. Every one of the Arayos has their power, and every time that we don't do one of the Arayos in a situation, then we get the schar for that. But It's not every one of these. There are certain ones that would cause that. But Hashem doesn't tell us which ones. You know what? We can't do any of them. So really, call atoevos, all of them, but afilu mixasan, says the Medrash. Even some of them, because we can't do any one of them, because that might be the one that will spit us out of the land. Lamaisa, all of them have to be stayed away from. Avoshara toevos, yeshlam onashacher, kasher shafat, kel tchel chai tamim tamim deim. Hashem knows. When Hashem wants to tell us, He says, One of these causes that. He gives the parsha of Arayos altogether. He says at the end, one of these Arayos is going to throw you out of Eretz Yisrael. So you know what? Don't do any of them. Don't do any of them. But the way that it's formulated is all of them. And when it comes to Domosa Olam, it's all of them that they violate. And that is why the Arachayim HaKadosh says, turning over, now we get to read the Psukim. And that is what it... Um, that is what it means. You stay away. He says, just like if you know there's poison in one cup of water, you're not going to drink any of the cups of water because any one of them can be the problem. So any one of these Averis, you stay away from all the Averis. But again, the message for us is by mitzvahs too. Every single thing we do has a different, unique effect in Shemayim. A different, unique effect. Not that we're supposed to be thinking about it or trying to figure out what happens. Or if Chaimi Balazhin writes... When we dive in, we're not supposed to be thinking about the amazing effects in Shemayim that our tears are happening. You know what we're supposed to be thinking about? What the words mean. What the words mean. That's the greatest level of Kavana. But we should know that there is tremendous effects for every mitzvah that a person does. Okay. So along the way of giving shot to the Psukim, the Rachaim talks, talks to us about everything we do in life. Let's move on. Says the same, same Psukim. Another thought. Same psukim, another thought. But just, let's think about the psukim for a minute. We're human beings and we're on earth and wherever we are, we're doing, if we do an Avera, we do it here, we do it there. And yet, the Torah tells us that doing an Avera in Eretz Yisrael here is different. Obviously, doing a mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael is different too. But here the context is Averos and therefore we will be spit out of the land. Says Rav Yerucham, based on an Eben Ezra, a way to look at the world and the way to look at time 
He quotes an Eben Ezra, first he quotes the Ramban, who quotes the Eben Ezra, on line 9. Yadanu ki Hashem echad vahashinu yavo mehamakablim. Hashem is one. What does that mean? Unchanging. Hashem doesn't change. Any shinui is just us from the makablim. Just like the sun doesn't, lahavdil. The sun doesn't change, but sometimes the sun affects things in different ways. Some, some things the sun burns. Some things the sun softens. Some things the sun hardens. The sun is the sun. But depending on the, the makeup of the receptacle, that will determine. Fire is the same fire, but it does ten different things to, right? Any, anything. Says the Eben Ezra, Hashem lo yishana ma'isav, ki kulam heim b'chachma, u'meyavodas Hashem l'shmar koach ha'kibo k'fiyah makam. So Rabbi Rucham says here, in his creative way, the entire world is made on this idea that Hashem doesn't change, but everything else around Him changes. Everything that is created changes. That the entire life is equal. There's something called change of place. In a certain place, there are certain creations. There are certain plants that grow in a certain climate. There are certain animals that live in a certain climate. In a different place, there are different animals. There are different plants. People are different. People look different. People are, you know, the different makeups. Physical makeups. Plant life is different based on a place. This isn't just coincidental, haphazard, you know, based on, oh, we can explain it logically based on the climate. The essence, the different plates makes the essence of these items different in their core. Right? Cold weather beings are inherently different than warm weather beings. Can be explained based on the uh, sun and based on the equator. Temperature is different. We're affected and therefore we are changed inherently. People from different places, obviously we're all people, but we're inherently different based on where we where we are, where we are. Animals and, and plants. That's in terms of place. It's not just a coincidental difference. Says Rabbi Yerucham, it's an essential difference. Time. Says Rabbi Yerucham, we're not exactly the same person every day of our lives. It's not just that we are the same and we just pass through time. Time passes through us. And every single day we're different. And every single season we're different. And we have to look at it like that. That's for our benefit, as he's going to say. We're not stuck. How is it that sometimes, right, we could be in a totally different mood, depending on the hour? What? We're, diff- we're the same person, we have history. But says if you you know what Baruch Hu did for us? He created time. What, what does it mean to live without time? We don't know. But he created time in order to give us the power to constantly be changing, to constantly be different. Mishtanehu az ha'adam legamre mamish. Mitziusa v'cholan al-gasu mishtana az. E'efshar b'emez l'saig b'layla k'mo b'yom. Night, day. It's different. Chazal hakadoshim gilon chalifos manim yivat yoser gavoa emunasitecha seder moed. We're different people. We're different people on different times. Rosalvechik has in one of his art, in one of his essays, he talks about that one time he remembers as a young child he went over to uh, there was a uh, it was Shalashudis time and he asked one of the one of the uh, older men in uh, in his shkibel or nishul wherever it was you know when Shabbos over. And the man turned to him and said, you want it to go away so quickly? Something like that. 
and he realized he didn't notice who this person was. He writes, he was like one of the schleppers of the wagons or the water. And during the week, he looked like one person. And he said, on Shabbos, he had a glow. He was a different person. He was a different person. Right, that's that's what we... Um, that's... I saw a shot recently. I don't remember where. One of the reasons we say Shalom Aleichem at Kiddush Lavana, when there's a new month, it's as if we're saying to our friend, it's the new you. As if I never, ne- I never met you before. Shalom Aleichem. I just saw you, I just saw you in Shul five minutes ago. I just saw you last month. No, no, no. I believe and I'm wishing you that you're a different person. I say Shalom Aleichem to you now. Elohim, Divri Eben Ezra. This is the words of the Eben Ezra. Again, Hashem doesn't change, we change. And that's what happens here. You got the same chait. But in Eretz Yisrael, it's a, it's a different essence. A person doing that Aveir in Eretz Yisrael is of a different caliber. Just like mitzvos, that's the message. Malkam Eretz Yisrael, shonem be'etzem me'shara ratzos, u'memeila mishtaneha matzav bav, ayishlachem arayot, remember the kusim, right? They were in Chutz Yisrael, they did the same things, only when they came to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem sent the lions. But now he ends off and says, and what's the message? We have to allow ourselves to partake of this gift that Hashem gives us. At the end, line 50. The Yotze Mizeh Shalokavishan Regilin Lachshov Tamid. Kizel Miadvar Magdolim Biyose Lachol Shinoi Atzmi Baadam. Dover Godol Humaod. Ariko Matzaba Adam Hulishtanos Tamid. We're constantly changing. Korega Humishalif Humishtanib Beetzem. That's what happens. Every second that we get older, what does it mean? I'll just add, he doesn't say it. What does it mean? Um, you know, bein, bein, uh, bein shloshim lekoach, bein arboim, I forgot exactly, bein, bein chamishim leetzah, bein shishim, bein, all of them. I might not have said them correctly, but all, what does that mean? It means every age, that's a new essence that a person has. A new essence. And he says, we can't be so oref to try to ignore it and not allow it. He says, Quoted in the past, the Chazanish says, you know what the most dangerous attitude is? A benoni beshita. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. We have a relationship. He knows exactly what I do. A benoni beshita. He says, no, no, no. We're constantly changing. Right? We're going up and down escalator. So we have to be changing in the right direction. That's Rabbi Yeruchim, that's what he learns from Vataki Aretz Yoshvech. Okay, so we have Achremos and Kedoshim, and there's a lot of Arayos in these parshios. A lot of Arayos. There's an amazing drasha that Rabbi Lamb gave many decades ago. Source number five. I'm sorry I wrote it sideways, this one. I put it, but the other two pages were full, so I'll have to turn the page a little bit if that's, uh, if that's okay. So he talks about Arayos again in the 1950s and the 1960s. Kalvachomer ben Benoshal Kalvachomer, what's going on today? And he talks about how, you know, the moral laxity and marital infidelity and the whole area of Arayos is more and more being eradicated and faded away in terms of any moral ethic and standard that people have to live by. And there are those that say, well, hey, achre rabim lahatos, to use a phrase. Right? Called the parish, meruba parish. You have to go with the, go with the rove. Perhaps unchastity is normal, and those who abstain are not normal. Maybe as some statisticians have suggested, our whole moral code needs revamping. If everybody's doing it, so maybe every, the, the minority is wrong. So Rabbi Lam, in this chapter called The Normal Jew, says Rabbi Lam on the next page, there's a difference, there's a major difference between two words which many put together, and that's the tragedy. Average and normal. Average and normal. There's a tendency to identify the normal with the average, to believe that what most people do must be right. Right? If, if, if that's the average thing that people do, that must be what's normal to do. Says Rabbi Lamb now. This is the, one of the most fundamental and disastrous errors that anyone can make. The average is a description of what is. The normal is the ideal, the principle, what ought. 
to be. It is only in a perfect world that the average is normal. In real life, the average is usually far below the normal. In fact, to be completely normal is very rare indeed. And I'll give you, he says, an extreme example. The normal, not the average, which is desirable. For instance, in the population of large, at large, there are some people who have only one leg and some who have none. Thus, the average man or woman has about 1.9 legs. Nevertheless, the normal person still has two legs. If we were to say that the normal and the average should go together, so then we ought to be required to cut off an inch of one of them. If the average is declared the normal, then all genius must be banished and the pursuit of excellence abandoned. All art should return to, reduced to cartooning, v'chulu. And this is the problem, this is the most critical in the realm of morality, where the average is something that is so far from any Jewish attitude, we can't even fathom it. It is against this debased doctrine that the Torah, in introducing moral legislation, warns us, don't follow the Mitzrayim and the Canaan and the Amim. Dafya here, don't follow what they do. Don't follow the average. Don't follow the average. And this is where we went. This is where we went as a Kura Barzel. Turning the page to page number four. The average which is practiced by most people is fluctuating and uncertain standard. And then we have a line, if you are willing to enshrine the average as the normal, then you must be prepared to characterize as normal even degenerates if they happen to form the majority of any society. Says Rabbi Lamb, what does the word normal mean? Where does it come from? And what does the word average come from? You have to know a lot to be able to have a paragraph like this. The word derives from the Latin norma, which in its angelicized form is norm. This refers to a rule or authorized standard, a law. A norm is a law. That's unchanging. That's not subject to behavior. Normal means corresponding to a standard conforming to law. The average is not law, but statistics. It is the doings of the land of Egypt. And therefore, we have to recognize the major difference between the two. Don't do the average. Do the normal. <laughs> and that's why he says maybe, that's why we read it on Yom Kippur. Very unusual. The Mincha of Yom Kippur, we read Parsha of Arayos. In the morning, we read Achremos. This is the most, this is the most appropriate to read. Yeah, because in this area of life, maybe so often in history, we see the gap between the two. And Yom Kippur is a day to strive and to recognize that we need to be normal. We need to follow the norms of the divine and not look around at the average. The average Jew today, says Rabbi Lamb, many years ago, is subnormal, but he is far behind this kind of observance, this purity of mind and nobility of spirit, the chulu. The normal child, Jewish child receives a full maximal Jewish education, even if the average may achieve no more than a Sunday school scholarship, what he's talking about. The state of Israel is a normal Jewish state when it's inspired and guided by the teaching of the Torah. Right? We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Right? Or Lagoyim, Bechulu. And he finishes in source number eight. This then is the duty of every individual, every society, every nation, never to be smug and satisfied with the average but to try to raise it to the levels of observance norms which transcend the transient whims of men to be a normal Jew, in the words of Rabbi Lamb. Okay. Moving right along, Kedoshim. So that spanned, you know, to give equal time. That was a thought on Arias, which is really Akremos and Kedoshim. But now we get into the beginning of Kedoshim from the Shemi Shmuel. From the Shemi Shmuel. Shemi Shmuel, can, um... Okay, let's try to do it, try to squeeze squeeze in what we can. You know, let, let's come back. I want to make sure we do the others. Let's come back to the Shemi Shmuel. Let's skip him for now. I'm not skipping him. He's there. We should all learn it. But uh, source number 10. The Pesach tells us, B'tzedek tishpot amisecha. Right, mitzvah saseh for judges, but Chazal already tell us this is also part of the mitzvah, part of this mitzvah saseh is to be down l'kavzchus. To give people the benefit of the doubt. Rashi brings from the Gemara in Masecha Shabbos. So we mentioned this before, but this year, this year, so it's quoted in the name of the Baal Shem Tov here in the Mayan Shel Torah. 
When Nasan Anavi comes to David after the story with Bacheva, and he says a mashal, he says a mashal two people in a city, echad ashir, echad rush, one rich, one poor, the rich had everything. One little sheep. And what happened? The usher comes and takes the sheep of the rush. Kipsas ha'isha rush. Vayasa la'ish ha'bo'ilav. And David hears this and he says, Ben Mavis ha'isha zos ha'zos. Terrible. And Nasan Anavi says two words. Atahoish. You're that man. And David says one word. Chatasi. Says the Baal Shem Tov. That's what's going to happen to us. Keinoagim ba'ashamayim l'gabe kol adam. It's not just David. Right? What kind of measure, what kind of good excuses are we going to have when we stand up? Now we're going to stand in front of the Kisi HaKavit after 120, and we're going to have all these excuses. Are they going to be acceptable? Like what kind of objective... Ju- so you know who's going to judge us? Ourselves. Ourselves. If we gave other people those excuses in life then we'll get those excuses in the future. Because we will see the same Avera, the same thing on somebody else, and then we're going to have to judge. David says, what is that? And that's why the Chazal say in Mesech HaShabbos, right? Because it's really going to work in our favor if we become people who always see the positive in others and always you know, try to even think hard about seeing others in that light. Don't be so quick. Don't be so quick. Did we mention last week, the Rabbi Fran story? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, the Rabbi Fran story about the, the man in Shul, the back of Shul, went through the Holocaust. But there's a lot that we don't, uh, that we don't know. And then he quotes a pasuk in Tehillim as well, related to that to to David Amalek. But that is something that we could work on so much because that's the root of so many issues. How we look at people, we have to train ourselves when we see people serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu in different ways than we serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When we see people doing anything, we don't. We have no idea. We should learn that after one thing we can learn over the past year plus. We have no idea what's going behind closed doors. All we know is going on behind our closed doors. And we probably don't want anybody else to know what's going on behind our closed doors. And we don't know what's going on between other people's closed doors. So we, all we could do is to say you know, the best and to think the best. And that's a mitzvah say daraisa and can also help us. It can also help us in the future. How could a year go by when we don't talk about that? You shall love your neighbor like yourself. Rashi, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says this is a Klal Gadol Batorah. So the question is asked on this Chazal, the same kind of question that is asked on Hillel in Shabbos Lamed Alf, where Hillel, when asked by the Gear to teach all of Torah on one foot, Hillel says the same thing basically in the negative. What you don't want done to you, don't do to your friend. And the rest, Zil Gemar, just go learn the rest. But the klal is, asks Rav Mordechai Elio here in the Divrei Mordechai in Source 11, isn't this only half the story? Isn't this only Benadam Chavero? You know, we have at least two parts of our life. We're not going to get into Benadam Atzmo now, but we have at least two parts of our avoda. So, what, what does it mean, Rabbi Kiva? Zek Klal Gadol? Okay, Zek Klal Gadol Bachati Torah. Right, what do you mean, Klal Gadol Batorah? Klomar, Divrei Rabbi Kiva, Divrei Hillel Zeyim Heim. Af Shehillel Amar Zos Bederach Shalav, Rabbi Kiva Batsuras Asay, Hinei Larashi Asakushi Gadola. Right? Maybe Rashi's bothered. Harayesh b'Torah, Harbe mitzvos. 
So Rashi quotes in Mesecha Shabbos, maybe Reacha is Hashem also, but says the Devi Mordechai as follows. Yadua Mashakava Rabbeinu Ha'ari HaKadosh. Sheyish Lom Rebuchal Boker Lefnei Tefillah. In some Sederim it has it. It's a nice thing to say before we start davening. Ha'arei Ani Mekabal Alai Mitzvah Zasei Shalvi Ha'avla Reacha Kamocha. Before we start davening in the morning, we should say, I accept upon myself to fulfill the mitzvah of Ahat Recha Kamocha. Hatam of the Kanes Chari. Why? Says the Mordechai Leo, beautiful. It's only for our benefit. Even if we're selfish, we should do it. Oh, and we have to, we have to mean it. Ki ein adam b'dorenu sh'yechol l'chavein b'chol atfil akula. Who can have kavanah the whole davening? The Mordechai Leo is saying this. Woe to us. Right? Right. Ain Bakhoekabidarenu. Who can have Kavan of the whole Tvila? Mitchilabat Sofa. One might say his Kavan and our Kavanah might be a little different. All of us have Kavan in some part of Davening. One person has more Kavan in Bracha A, one has Bracha B, one has Bracha C. But you know what? If Bihatarecha Kamocha, Hashem will see us all together. And maybe all together we have Kavanah during Davening. Hashem puts it all together. Rak al yidei avas am Yisrael misachedes mitzvus atfilo umischaberes lachas kiilu kolam ispalim kivnu b'chal atfila kula. Hashem could look at this shul and say, "Wow, that was a great tefila. That was a great tefila." Harini mekabel after rechakamocha, and it's the same thing not only by tefila. Kainu b'kiim kolatzer kula. The whole Torah. The whole Torah, we know. Why did you need that dafka by Maimon Arsina Kishachar Balevachar? It wasn't just, oh, it happened to be Achtus. We needed Achtus. Who can be Mekayim Altaryag? Kohen lo Yachol Akayim Mitzvah's Pidjan Aben. A Kohen can't do that mitzvah. Umishain lo Sadeh. And if somebody's not a Dayan, they can't do this mitzvah. If somebody's not a king, they can't do this mitzvah. So if I do what I'm supposed to do, and you would do what you're supposed to do, and we believe in the connection to each other, then com- communally, we could be Mekayim Kola Torah Kula. I mentioned this for the Meshachachma in the past. Mishpatim. Yisrael. That's Rabbi Akiva. Because the Atarecha Kamocha is the basis of everything. Even the Mitzvahs Ben Adam Lamakam. Because we can't do all of them. Because we're only one Jew. So Atarecha Kamocha is really the, the basis for everything. One idea. One way to view Kalagado. But there's another idea from Rabbi Khanan. I got recently, I think it was out for a while, but uh, one of my Talmidim got me recently, Rebbe ala Torah. It's a compilation. They put all of the Chidushim of Rebbe Chanan from all the different Sfarim of Seder Aparshia. So most of them are Lundus, as one would befit the, uh, the Baal Kovit Shiurim and Kovit Saras. But there are some uh, Derech Drush as well. So here Rebbe Chanan discusses this issue. You know, why is it, what, how does Abad Rechakamoch, how is that the basis for everything? That's only one Chelet. So the top left, the Nira, line nine. What's the shorish of the chiyuv? Right, it can't mamish be kamocha. The Ramban already says this. Derech haflaga. The Ramban says can't be literal. Right, chayecha kodmin. Yeshle inyan hezber hagyoni echad. Al haadam laharher. You know what we have to think about? Imani kayam baolam. If I believe in Hashem and I'm alive, then it must be I think that Hashem holds that there's a reason for me to be alive and there's something that I have to accomplish. So if I believe in God, so then I recognize that I have a purpose in life. I have a purpose and there's a value for my life. If that's true, then the Ahatlarecha Kamocha means I believe that about the other person too. And if he's alive, and if he is functioning, then he also has a purpose. 
כך יש ערך לחיים של כל אדם אחר, החי בעולם. והרי כולנו היננו בשווה חלק ממערכת אלוקית שנקבע על ידי הבורא. We're all part of the plan. And even if it you know, might be, let's say, a special child, or someone who is ill, that can't function as they used to, if they're alive, HaKadosh Baruch Hu deems them worthy to be serving a function. If we believe and we understand that Hashem has a tafkid for each person, then we realize that you know, every person has a value, like the beautiful Gemara in Brachas. Right? I, do, I accomplish something by learning and they're in the fields. Unless you want to say one's more, one's less. It works together. I believe in Hashem. I believe in Ben Adam Lamakom. Ben Adam Lachavero goes hand in hand. Again, let's read that sentence again. There's no real ethical um, justification to mitzvahs ben adam achaveiro for me to believe that the other person has, has is worthy of my respect without if I don't believe in ben adam lamakom. So the whole basis of ben adam achaveiro is also ben adam lamakom. So it works together. Just to survive and not to function properly together. And that's what Hillel means, and that's what Arikiva means. Call Ha'arachim Musariim Shalatora Bunuyim on Emuna Baboriolam, and that leads us to the Batarecha Kamocha. And that Mamela leads us back to right they keep functioning in tandem with each other. And here it's on that we recognize that each of us have a tafkid, each of us have a uh a chiv to recognize other people's tafkidim. Belashem, we should get back to the Shem Yishmuel and put it in for next year uh, again. But the Belashem, we should uh, recognize the powers that each of us have in these partios of Achremos and Kedoshim.